brother, this place is putrid. <laughs> they make you pick up the onions with your hands. <laughs> uh, all of a sudden we just hear, oh. <laughs> And Rohit's like howling for something, <laughs> for some reason. Welcome back to the Critical Banter Podcast. This is the podcast where we take the best bits from your favorite late night shows, package them into one singular podcast. Today, joining myself is the man himself, Sen Thorin. Hello. Welcome. Hello. Uh, well done. You actually remember that word for word. There we go. We had a lot of practice in Miguel's absence as he traveled uh, Europe and history repeats itself. That is true. Oh, wow. This does, this is a throwback. This man, is taking me back to 2019. So the man is in Europe. He's flown. Actually, maybe he's in Dubai. But he's, I think he's in Paris now. Okay. He's recently departed from Dubai into Paris. <laughs> Kush, well, he doesn't drive and the trains <laughs> broke down and he refused to catch a bus. So Fair enough. In, in comes to the great man. In comes Sen and I. Uh, a duo that hasn't actually appeared for a while. So I'm excited because we had a lot of iterations. When was, last, when was the last time we did it? Uh, it would have been a while ago. Yeah. It would have been a while ago, but let's crack into it, man. I'm excited for this well, new well, episode. What segments do we have this week? I forgot to do that. That's that the thing true. I missed. Uh, segments this week. We have one singular segment. Beautiful. It's called Red Handed. So uh, stay tuned. Yeah, we've only got one segment this week, meaning, you know, we're going to fill up the yarns to start us off this week. Oh, the log will be droning on. I'll tell you that much for free. Yeah, so strap in. We've got a lot of yarns to get through. Um, you know, last weekend we recorded last Saturday. Then we went, no, we didn't play footy last week. We went to Ikea. Correct. And um, that's a little teaser. You'll see that soon, hopefully. Um, oh, we're going to do, you know, we'll do this live on air. I, now I remembered. <laughs> <laughs> the About story that you want to tell? Five minutes ago, me and Ro were just sitting here thinking, what stories can we tell? And I, I literally said to Ro, there's something that I that happened that I needed to tell on the podcast, but I couldn't remember. It was yeah. the funniest thing that I'd seen in a while. Yeah. And then I couldn't remember. Like, All right, fuck it, whatever. We got other stories, let's tell. And just then, as I said that, I now remembered <laughs> what I need to tell. Um, so this is going to be very um, rushed, this story. I haven't prepared to tell it in any way. So this is just going to be off the dome of my head. Mm. You're, we're all hearing it for the first time. We're all hearing it for the first time. Um, yeah, so last week after the podcast, literally straight away, we went straight to um, our local Ikea, um, looking to buy a few things. Um, and before that, next to the Ikea, there is a Costco. Um, I've never, actually no jokes, I have been to Costco once before with mm -hmm. Miguel. And the whole point was we were going to get food. And I remember I went with Miguel maybe five, six years ago to get food. And I thought, yeah, it was not bad. I remember being a very cheap. Mm. And I remember being an all right food for like what you pay. It's not bad. Of course. So like, all right, let's run it back. Let's do it again. And Ro, I think you said you've never tried it. I, I also have only been once. Right. Uh, again, five, six years ago. It would have been a while ago. So we got there. And actually, first, let's talk about the food. So, Please. Dude, we got a pizza with a refillable soda, mm. $1.99. No, it was the hot dog with the refillable soda. Sorry. $1.99. Pizza slice, $2.99. Insane value. AUD. So I'm sitting here, $4.98 for the whole shebang. Hot dog, pizza slice, massive pizza slice, mind you. And like a liter worth of Coke Zero. <laughs> um, so yeah, we, we we paid, we lined up. Food came pretty quickly. Actually, first things first row, we we, we shooed you away. Yeah. Because it was, it was actually a packed food court. It was busy as. It was very, very busy. I didn't realize Costco was this um, popular here in Sydney, but no. here we are. Um, For 4.98, uh, it, uh, it doesn't surprise me one bit. But I, I, went away, I went away to have a look, to try and find a seat. Yeah. And like vultures, people were just <laughs> waiting on the tables that were on, you know, on the verge of finishing their food. 
And so I had seen this um, family, you know, almost finishing their food. And then I took myself as an opportunity. I said, you know what? I'm going to go up to them and I'm going to connect because I want to be the first <laughs> one that sits on that bench. And yeah. there's like five other people just like waiting for them to go. And it's whoever sits down first, right? Yeah. I thought, I don't want to engage in this, <laughs> you know, <laughs> malarkey. I want to guarantee the spot, like a VIP fast ride <laughs> ticket at Wet and Wild. That's what I wanted. So I went directly to them and they were like, luckily they were an Indian oh, family. Easy. So I thought, you know, this is this is just you know taking candy from babies here. An open layout. So I went up and I was like, "Hi, Auntie, how are you?" <laughs> and that are was, you, it was are, game over. Are you almost finished? Yeah. And then she's like, "Yeah, yeah, we're almost finished." And then I so I, I waited for them to you know finish their food. I gave her a little tap on the shoulder, <laughs> and I sat my ass down on that seat <laughs> while Migs and Sen were you know like a king. We brought food to you. That was quite nice. I'll say that much. And that was pretty much where your day peaked, really. Yeah, I know. Because what happened after that is <laughs> dreadful. Um. So like I said, we got hot dogs and basically the hot dog firstly was like 40 centimeters long. It's a long glizzy. <laughs> yeah, it was big. Actually it was a weekend of glizzies. Mm. I just remembered. Um, I'm really uh, pre- preempting a lot of stories here. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> cool. Anyway, so we get the, the glizzy and it's usually just a long ass Frankfurt on like a big bun and that's it. Mm. You got to go, the, all the condiments on the side. So you have to go serve yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so we all sit down, I, everyone like put their food down and then one by one, we all, you know, filled up soda and whatnot. And then you guys did that for me. And then we went and filled up the- um, The condiments on the, the, condiments on the yeah, thing. Yeah, on the hot dog. So I was sitting and I was holding the table because like I said, it was very busy. So mm-hmm. I said, I'll go last. So you guys go first. So you and Miguel disappear for a bit. No, so Migs was in the line of the, of the soda. Yeah. And I went to do the condiments. And, and so I've had a look. <laughs> 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 so I'm good, right? And so like the condiments you can choose are the sauces. Yeah. And there's onions. And relish. And relish. Yeah. I count that as a sauce. Oh, so, okay, sorry. Yeah. So like there's there's two bottles. Oh, sorry, there's three bottles. One is a, a squeeze for relish. One is a squeeze for mustard. One is a squeeze for uh, tomato sauce. Yeah, yeah. And then there's onions on the side. Yeah. Right. And so I've gone in. I've decided I'll get all three. So I've, I've made myself a nice little glizzy with all three relish, tomato sauce and mustard. Right. And so then I've had a look. Do you want to tell this story? Do you want to tell the part of the story? Uh, I actually want to hear your version of no, it. No, no, you tell it first, then <laughs> I'll give I'll give my version. So from what I what I saw in the corner of my eye, Ro, Ro had at this point gotten his onions and he walked over to Miguel and then he whispers something to Miguel. Mm. And then all I just hear is Miguel laughing, just <laughs> a big hearty, <laughs> chesty laugh. And I'm like, all right, I wonder what happened there. Um, and they both sit down and Miguel is like uncontrollably laughing, like in a fit of laughter. He can't even breathe. And I'm like, what happened? And then he just looks at Ro and it's like, you're a monkey. And I'm like, what happened? And then Ro proceeds to tell me that he got what he called hand onions. <laughs> so let me explain how you get onions at Costco. So you had the pumps for the ketchup, the mustard and the relish. And yeah. next to it was basically Maybe no, it's a, a metal contraption. It's a metal contraption. That looks that has nothing to do with anything. It just looks like it's sitting there for display. So it's like a it's like a pasta maker, essentially, is what it looks like. Uh, so about 40 centimeters up, metal, and then there's a hole, and then at the bottom of the hole there's a little pit, and then there's just a lot of onions just sitting raw in that pit. Onions. Raw onions just sitting, sitting in, in that pit. pit. And so I've seen the pit, right? And then I've seen this metal contraption, right? And, and the metal contraption is not speaking to me whatsoever. Like I've got no idea what it's doing there. And then why is it, well, what's it for either? So I've seen the onions and then I'm looking for something to scoop the onions onto my hot dog. Makes sense, yeah. So I'm looking for a spoon, right? Yeah. Spoon did not appear in any of the three. Yeah. And so I've thought some idiot yeah. has just Taken spooned it, it and, then, and walked off, right? And no one has replaced it yet. So I'm here 
in a bit of a dilemma because I do want onions. I'm a massive fan of onions on a hot dog. I look over to my right and someone in the station next to me has gone in with their fingers and yeah. given themselves their hand onions. Sure. And I've decided, oh, okay. Well, this is how it must be done at Costco. I guess hand onions is the way to go. <laughs> so I've given myself hand onions and I've gone to Miguel who's at the soda line and I'm like, brother, this place is putrid. <laughs> They make you pick up the onions with your hands. <laughs> and then that's when- Miguel proceeded to laugh. Laugh in my face. And then show you how to actually do it. And so essentially, like I said, it's like a pasta maker. So there's a hole on one end and on the other end there's a crank, a massive like shaft and you're just meant to crank it. And essentially once you start cranking it- Medieval. Medieval, medieval contraption. And then sliced onion just magically comes out of the hole. And essentially that pit where you took the hand onions for, from is for the leftovers. The offcuts. The offcuts. <laughs> Oh, and <laughs> so Ro came and me and Miguel, and I know I heard the story and I died laughing. And cause it didn't make sense to me, Ro. Like you're a smart man, allegedly. Dude, I could not. No, no. no. You look. I was influenced by the bloke who went hand onions first. Dude, we just went through a global pandemic. Surely everything by now, you well, know, no. nothing is you use your hands for it. Yeah, I, that's why I was so confused. I was distraught that I had to hand. I mean, not distraught. That's a, that's a bit of a stretch, but I thought, this is how it's done. And I'm not going to question it because yeah. I don't know. It's Costco, man. Like I'm getting a, I'm getting a hot dog for a dollar 99. I thought but there's, you know. They didn't make you, you know, squeeze the tomato sauce out of an actual tomato either. Why do you think you have to- Can I just you? say, I have a big gripe with, you know, condiments, making your own condiments. Like- I love it. What why? do you mean? You're such a big fan of it. Cause you get to put as much as you want. No, I agree. But like, I, I think I just want, like, I'd like, you to do the, the, this, the basics, like give me the hand onions, no problems there. But like you put the tomato sauce and the mustard for me. Yeah. I'll do the little bits and bobs. I'll do the rest, but I would like at least, you know, just some sort of service. And then it was my turn to go put up the condiments. And yeah. I looked at the pit and I swear, I saw bits of onion with like sauce on it and like hair in there. And yeah. then we were leaving Costco to go to Ikea. And as we went, we were leaving, we saw literally a cleaner take the pit of hand onions out. And then he was literally like cleaning the table and putting all like the rubbish and like dirt into, into the, hand the hand onions. onions. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, that yeah, that's, it's actually filthy, but you know what? It didn't actually even taste that bad. I didn't even realize it was, cause at that point we didn't know it was the off cuts. Well, I didn't, did you? Yeah, oh, well, when I went up, I saw, yeah, I saw the sauce in there and shit. I'm like, this is definitely putrid. It's rank. You're not meant to be taking your onions from here. Whatever. That, and yeah. Then, yeah, so there was definitely something in those onions because then we went to Ikea and then immediately, <laughs> like, it was like we stepped into the demilitarized zone or something. Like you immediately started shuddering and like- I hate Ikea. I'm just going to put that out there on the table. Yes, we know. You said it many times I last week. I despise the concept that is Ikea. I'm not a browser. I yeah, am a, right. I go in and I get what I want. Is that your biggest issue that you have to walk through all of it? Yeah, but like I have this issue with like Woolworths. I have this issue everywhere. Like I, I have a list of things I want to get. Yeah. I'll get them. And I'm getting the hell out but of there. But at least there. with Woolworths, you can just go in and out. Ikea, once you're in, that's it. You're like a roller coaster. You got to stay till the end. Yeah. And then like, usually I'm going with my partner and, and she she loves the brows. Like yeah, she'll be like, right. oh, look at this. Like we should get this lamp. It looks so nice. Like <laughs> let's get, you know, these drawers. And I'm sitting here like, mate, we're here for the candles. Let's just go to the <laughs> candle section. That's it. Um, but yeah, the second we stepped in there, you were like, you were shaking, making was, weird noises. I was itching. You were like, hurrying us up. We, me and Miguel just were like moseying around trying to look at things. And you were like, all right, let's go. Let's go, boys. Come on, let's go. Man, just relax, bro. We just got here. And then we were getting towards the end and we came to like the, I don't know if you guys have been, I don't know if this is normal with all Ikea's, but mm. like at the end section, like near the checkout ca cash area, like this basically becomes a massive warehouse where they hold all their stock. 
And then <laughs> Ray was walking a bit ahead of me and Miguel. Me and Miguel were just talking about, no, no, something stupid. And then all of a, nothing, all of a sudden we just hear, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and Ray is like howling for something, for some reason. And me and Miguel just immediately stop walking and let Ray just walk by himself. Did not want to be associated with you whatsoever. I don't even know why I did that, dude. I was just in the mood. So I just started howling. You did say you were very tired. I was asleep. You were half asleep. exhausted that day. And then it doesn't end there. The, no. So we, we, we didn't even buy anything. We walked through the cash out and right at the end, we, we, we wanted to get dessert and Costco had run out of Sundays and Ikea had um, soft serve. So like, all right, let's get a soft serve. So we're in the line to get a soft serve. And then Miguel left me firstly. So Miguel, if you're listening to this, you're a bastard. So Miguel left me with Ro, a very unhinged Ro. <laughs> And yeah. we were in line and in front of us was like a, a father with two of his, no, with one of his sons. <laughs> <laughs> and they just ordered a soft serve. There was no one else in the line, mind you. They just ordered a soft serve. And then the, the father was paying and the son just got his soft serve. And we were about to walk back to his mum, And they were literally about walking back past us in through the line. And then as the kid walked past, <laughs> Ro just turned around and just went, Ruff! <laughs> barked at this three-year-old kid. I don't know why I did that either. I'll be honest. I have, I have no, my hands are in the air. There is no justification for what happened. I don't know why I was howling and why I was barking at children. Barked at this literal toddler. Okay. Also just quietly, when we went up to this, the soft serve, the cashier, her name was Nazi. So like, let, let's just put that on the table here. I was getting to that. So we went up to order and I looked at, I looked at her and I looked at her name tag and I looked back at her. And we both looked at each other and were like, are we going to acknowledge this? <laughs> her name on her name tag was N-A-Z-Y, which is very convenient. I don't know how you pronounce that. I don't that. know how else to pronounce it. Nazi? So then I was an idiot. I, I knocked Ro and I'm like, Ro, look at her name. And then Ro, we're right in front of her trying to order. And Ro gets his phone out and starts taking a picture of her. And the thing is like the uh, the name tag is on her chest. So yeah. it just looks like I'm just videoing her breasts. Yeah, like a creep. Yeah, like an actual creep. But in reality, I just want to get the name tag because Nazi. what a name. Nazi. 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 Who knows, man. But yeah, that was, that was Saturday. Mm. Um, and then on roll Sunday. And then- we, we had a big one on Sunday. Um, we had big plans. We had big plans. So for our non-Eastern Seaboard Australian listeners, it was something called Magic Round in the NRL. So it's our version of you know rugby. Um, and Magic Round, essentially, they played all the rounds games, eight games, all at one stadium over the weekend in Brisbane. Um, so we had tickets for the Sunday. And so me, you, and or another one of our friends, we're going to fly up on the Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. So your flight was at... Yes, me and me and another friend, me and Glade, his his flight was at we were our flight was at six a.m. Yeah, so we had planned what we we're gonna do. I was gonna drive to Glade's house at four a.m. He's gonna drive to the airport, we're gonna park there, get on our flight. And so then, actually, the Saturday night we had a friend's birthday, oh, yeah, so we're yeah. playing ball games, and it's getting late. Late. It's yeah. like eleven, eleven thirty, and I'm like. It's time to go home. Call I have like yeah. a 3.30 wake up tomorrow. Not like, to mention because Friday night, we also both went out yes, separately, but yes, we also we had big Friday nights as well. So yep. we were tired. Exhausted. And so, yeah. So Saturday night rolls around 11.30. I'm like, get home, pack my bags, 12 o'clock, fall asleep. Yeah. Three and a half hours sleep. I wake up, I look at my phone. I see Jetstar has canceled the flight. <laughs> so what were you thinking? Was I, it panic stations okay, straight away? I, it was panic stations because- I don't know the, I've never had a flight cancellation. This is new territory. I've had actually nothing but good experiences with the Jetstar. Jetstar is our budget airline, you know, uh, Ryanair's of the world. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what American Maybe a step up from Jetstar, a step up from Ryanair. Maybe, but not much. But they've canceled the flight, 6am flight. So I'm sitting here like, 
Well, um, and, and the first game is at 12, yeah. or 1230 or one or something like that. And it's that. an hour and a half flight up to Brisbane. Correct. And so I'm thinking, all right, we're gonna miss the first game, but I'm just hoping that I do not have to like, uh, I, well, I'm hoping there's a flight, you know, around the time that I want to go. But then luckily Jetstar comes absolutely clutch. Clutch. 3.30 in the morning, they wake, uh, they send me a text. Your flight has been canceled. They send me an email, rebook for free. Oh, beautiful. And I'm like, you beauty. So I have a look and I see um, the flights. There's like a 9 a.m. flight. Yeah. Um, I'm like, perfect. Well, I'll book that in. I've texted my mate. He's still sleeping. Yeah. But I've just been like, book this flight. No dramas whatsoever. So we all booked the flight. And not only that, we're not flying Jetstar anymore. Now we're flying Qantas. Oh, mate. They've put us on a Qantas flight. <laughs> so Sen's Sen's very well versed in Qantas. He's got Qantas pajamas. He, sleep, he, he loves this airline. He absolutely loves it. And so I've never flown Qantas before, but Qantas is a nice airline. Yeah. And I roll around at eight o'clock on a Qantas flight. And I'm thinking this is luxury yeah. because the seats are wide enough for three people, you yeah, know, yeah, three yeah. people can fit. It's a nice material. I don't know. I just had a lovely time. Yeah, food. And so the thing is, I was actually quite happy with the cancellation yeah. because it meant that my flight from was 6am, which was the cheapest available flight. I did not, you know, I did not want to get on this flight. It yeah, just so yeah. happened that the 6am flight was, you know. Financially like, the best decision. Absolutely the best yeah. decision. Like $300 cheaper than yeah. the next flight. So they bumped me up to a better a better airline at, at a, a more reasonable time, hour. Exactly. And so for I'm free. thinking- For free. Absolutely free. Yeah. So I'm thinking Jetstar, you absolute kings. It's a different story <laughs> if I rock up to the airport and yeah. then the flight's canceled. Yeah, exactly. You'd be spewing. They've at least had the courtesy to cancel the flight- Three hours before. Three hours before. Lovely. Ample time. So Lovely. I go to sleep at, you know, 4am, wake up at, you know- Seven o'clock. Beautiful. And, and the day is just going to get better from exactly, there. Exactly. Exactly. So at the same time, I also knew you guys were going at six. So I got a seven o'clock flight. So I, I, mine was all right. I got up like at five something, got dropped at the airport. And then it wasn't until I landed up in Brisbane when I got, I turned my airplane mode off and I saw your message and you had the courtesy to tell me at 8.30 <laughs> that your flight had been canceled. So I thought you guys had just found out. So I'm like, oh fuck, what are you guys going to do? It wasn't until later on that I found out it got canceled seven hours ago. <laughs> yeah. He just didn't bother telling me. Well, I was a bit, I was a bit worried for you because I knew you were flying the Qantas at 7am yeah, yeah, yeah. and I thought like the Jetstar flight at 6am has been canceled. And if they're rebooking people onto Qantas, yeah, yeah. you're going to be in trouble because Send doesn't buy tickets. Let's yeah, just, exactly. you know, open the curtain. Yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Send doesn't, Send rocks up to I'm the airport. I'm a majority shareholder at Qantas. He rocks up to the airport, no ticket. Yeah, exactly. Just goes ask the lady like, you know, Mate, I know Alan Joyce, let me in. Let me in. What's the next available flight? So exactly. I'm thinking there's absolutely no danger here yeah, yeah, because yeah. Uh, Send might actually not be able to get on the flight, but then we're calling you and it's not going through it. So I just assume you're in the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I text you. I'm like, yeah, thanks mate. What's your plan? <laughs> I think I think it luckily worked out because it was seven o'clock. I think a lot of people took your same mentality and just booked a later flight mm. in the day because no one else wants to go at seven. Yeah, right? no. So I think it worked out nicely for me. So I, I landed at, yeah, so I landed there at like 8, 30, 8.45-ish. And then my cousin who also went up with us, Big Triple Cheese, <laughs> was messaging me the night before saying, oh yeah, let me know what time, you know, I'll come pick you up. Mm. I hear absolute radio silence from this man. And then someone else messaged me saying, yeah, I'll come pick you up. Bless her. Bless, bless her. her Absolutely bless her. She drove half an hour to pick me up alone. Yeah. And then, and, then she, <laughs> and I asked straight, first thing I asked, I'm like, where's Triple Cheese? And she's like, she just rolled her eyes. <laughs> and apparently he got absolutely plastered the night before with one of our other friends. Mm. Mind you, there were seven of them. Only two of them got this drunk mm. and was passed out the entire night. So anyway, whatever. So we were driving back. And then bless herself, she's, she's dropped you home and then picked up me and Glade from the exactly. airport as well. So she's done two half an hour trips. What's that? Two hours. Yeah. Two hours driving. Well, actually a bit three hours because you guys got lost. That's not true. So anyway, we, uh, we, we, she dropped us back at the apartment 
sorry, the um, house or whatever. And then, yeah, we all got ready and we went back to the game. We picked you guys up in the airport. And then someone said, you know, so we're going to Suncorp Stadium, which is like a large stadium in Brisbane. And like, it's in like a pretty metropolitan area. So traditionally you would say that not much parking. Difficult to come by. Exactly. But then someone messaged saying, oh yeah, there's free parking, you know, just Just literally. Just rock up to Cricket Street. Go to Cricket Street. Free parking deluxe. And so we, we rocked up to Cricket Street and dead set. Like, Lo and I could, behold. I could spit on Suncorp Stadium from there. Like Beautiful. that's how close we were. Five minute walk. Which it's is fantastic. unheard of in Sydney. Like if you're going to the SCG or ANZ Stadium or whatever, you're you're public transporting. You're never driving. Even like a, even Olympic Park. Yeah, exactly. We're parking 30 minute yeah, walk exactly. away. Well, exactly, exactly. This was dead set a five minute walk. And well, when we put, rocked up to the street, the street was empty. Mm. Should have been the first red flag. We looked at the street sign, said 2P, but Monday to Friday. Uh-huh. Today's Sunday. a Sunday. No, no dramas whatsoever. So anyway, there, were, there was ample parking for all of us. So we all parked. And then we went to, before the game started, the game started, like you said, at two o'clock. Mm. Um, we went to go get a feed around one. We went to a beautiful Mexican establishment. Um, so the, there was two cars of us. So we were in one car. There was another car. They were running a bit late. That was an ordeal in itself. Apparently someone was trying to stitch them up with an insurance job saying that they hit their car. <laughs> yeah. So, this, so they've also, so like our friend Leanne, she's in the other car. Yeah. And she just tells us, go park on Cricket Street. So me and a couple others are in the car. We park there first. They come second. Uh, and then it's a rental. We all have a rental car. And so we, but one of them, I think parks super close to one of the cars on the street. And then, yeah. Well, I mean, if you ask them, it wasn't that close. Well, apparently, apparently, you know, that family has come out of their house and then just started, yeah. Pointing the Blowing finger. up. Mate, you've hit the back of our car. Look at this scratch. This wasn't there when we were, we were here before. And so what? Our friends had to go through a, you know, he said, Literally she said. 20, 30 minute. Yeah. yeah. Debacle. But, trying you know, credit to, to them. They stood their ground. They didn't give them any detail saying we didn't do it. And eventually just left them alone. Mm. Um, but anyway, they joined us maybe 20 minutes later. We had got there. We, it was one, one of my gripes. It was one of the QR codes where you just order and pay off Despicable. the QR, which I hate, but sometimes, you know, good things happen. So mm. we ordered food, we ordered a few drinks and literally within like maybe 30 seconds, upwards of 40 seconds, some drinks were coming out already. I'm like, fuck, the service here is immaculate. Speed. Except she brought out three beers and a Coke. Mm. Famously, I was the only one drinking that day <laughs> and I'd only ordered one beer. And then Ro and I looked at each other and we're like, game's on. Yep. The others on the other hand are like, oh, we didn't order this. Did we order this? I'm like, bro, just shut, shut up, up for a second. Just hush, hush, all right? So Ro immediately- Let me and do our thing here. So she, the, the lady with the, uh, she brings out a tray of drinks. Mm. I think she bought four drinks and there was three of us maybe. Yeah. It, was something, it was something ridiculous. <laughs> like it yeah. didn't make sense. Anyway. Well, just drop it here, love. Yeah. She's like, oh, who, who ordered the beer? And Ro's just like, just shut up and put all the drinks down and go away. Yeah, we'll, we'll distribute it amongst ourselves. I'm doing you a favor. You just put it down. Sort so, it out. We were immediately three drinks up in the in the black. We were looking good. Mm. Um, and then the drinks we actually ordered came. Fantastic. And then our friends came. And so we just quickly distributed the drinks around to make it look like everyone had one. So free beers, you know, you know, deluxe. And uh, this is why, uh, this is exactly the why the QR code system is good sometimes because you do get errors in your favor. It's like Monopoly. Like yeah. you pick up a chance card, bank error in your favor. You take those drinks, no questions asked. So yeah, we're yeah, sitting yeah. here, three beers up, you know, don't worry about it, guys. We've got your beers for you. No stress. And then maybe five, 10, even 15. It was like, a, it was a fair while a later. A lot longer. Um, and the other, the guys who had just arrived also ordered drinks. And then this young girl came out. So a different person to who had originally given us the drink. She came out and she said, did you guys get three beers and a Coke earlier? And then I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, oh, did you order it? And then I said, yeah, of course we ordered it. Mm. 
And then she's like, oh, well, we must have duplicated because the table over there ordered the same thing and they didn't get their drinks. And we're like, oh, you know, oops. You Damn. Know. <laughs> uh, oopsie daisies. Yeah, it happens, you know, what are we going to do? Let's all have a laugh about it, eh? And then she said perhaps the weirdest things I've ever heard. Never heard this come out of someone's mouth a she's as like, a waitress. She's like, oh, okay. Do you mind paying for those drinks then? And I'm sitting there like, I was like, no, <laughs> no. I do not want to pay for this. Like we didn't order it. Yeah. Sorry. And then she's like, oh, well then I'm gonna have to take those drinks back. <laughs> Meanwhile, I deleted half of my beer. So I happily gave it back. Yeah. And so we were like, literally, we had, I'm pretty sure everyone had taken at least a sip out of every Couple drink. Couple of sips, mate. So I was just thinking, what were they? So she took the drinks back. We gave it back to her and she took it back. And I was just thinking, what was she gonna do with it? You can't possibly just give it to the No, you can't. This, you sort of top up job and give it no, back to the guys who order it. No dramas. So they're just tipping it out. At well, that point, just let us have let it. Let us have it, mate. Like. What's three beers and a Coke yeah, to a fine nothing, establishment exactly. such as yourselves? Like outrageous. It was, it was silliness. No, but the thing is, right? Like I don't have a problem. The reason why I have no, no, no issues whatsoever, no yeah. moral qualms about, you know, getting free food from places like this yeah. and other people not getting it is because the other people will complain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they'll just make it and give it to them. So everyone wins. I'm not taking food off the plate it, of those guys. I don't know. Like we've done this so many times at various other establishments and just, they've just, never, they've just made it again for the new people yeah. or at El Camino when we did it to that really <laughs> drunk group. Yeah. They were so drunk, they didn't even realize their drinks didn't come <laughs> and we just took it off them. No, exactly. Like make the three beers and a Coke uh, and yeah. give it back to the, the blokes who order it. Yeah, it's five, 10 minutes late, but at least they get it. Asking us to give it back yeah, yeah, yeah. is one of the most egregious things I've ever- And then- Where is the customer service? Yeah, and they sent this young poor girl. She didn't even want to do it. She yeah. felt so awkward doing it. And then after that, every time we ordered food or drink, the manager would come mm. out and she would have the receipt and she would say the name of the person who ordered and be like, all right, I got you know tacos for row. And we'd be like, yep, that's mine. And like, they were so anal about it after nah, it. Dude, it was actually just putrid behavior from this establishment because like- It like, was their mistake. It's their mistake. You know, Yeah, we've taken a little bit of advantage of it, yeah. but like just- why are you taking these drinks back to pour down the sink? It, it made no sense. That's what I was, I was fuck. now that I know, like going forward, if we ever do it, I'm going to tell everyone, just drink as fast as you can. Yeah, yeah it's got to disappear. But then I reckon at that point, they're going to be like, you have to pay for it. No way, no way. Like, again, it's their mistake. They can't expect you to pay for it. Yeah. We're going to plead, you know, blind ignorance and say, we ordered these drinks yeah, and they yeah, came yeah. and we drank them. Like tough luck, you, you, it's your, it's their mistake. Your mistake. Dude, if you're coming up to a table and saying, "Are these your drinks?" Of course they're gonna say yes. Yeah. No one's ever gonna turn down free drinks. No chance. But anyways, that, that 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 actually soured the mood slightly. Slightly, it was, it was a bit of a hiccup. And, and the food wasn't even that good. The food was bang average, so average. Anyway, so we we left this place and the game was about to start. And then, um, like, yeah, we were at the stadium for upwards of seven hours or whatever. Um, <laughs> That's a lot of footy, just it was quietly. Three, three games. games back to back to back. Yeah. One of the games, the middle game started pissing down, like torrentially <laughs> raining randomly. <laughs> that made quite things quite interesting. But look, I was, I'm not a NRL fan. Yeah. I actually, it actually took a bit of convincing to get me on this trip because yeah. I was very much like, I don't really watch NRL. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. like watching games at the stadium. Like this is not going to be fun, but then. I got peer pressured. Also, I just felt FOMO. So I was like, I'm going to come along. Fair enough. But then I decided, all right, I'm going to start doing side quests. So I've had a look and then, you know, one of my friends, they've told me that, you know, they've always wanted to be in a corporate box. Yeah. And I've decided, mate, I would love to be in a corporate box. Yeah, Let's see what that's the dream. About. So I'm just sussing it out. We're going to get some glizzies, more glizzies on the way. Yeah. And on the way back from the glizzies, I've seen a, an entrance to the corporate box that yeah. is- you know, slightly less attended to. Yeah. You know, and the lady seems like she's having a good time. So I've walked in with, you know, zero plan, just good attitude. And I've walked in, I've seen her, and she's like, oh, well, I'm gonna, I was going to ask her a question. I was going to ask her, like, where the bathroom is. Because yeah. I just wanted to get a sense of what the vibe was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as I was asking her, she was just dancing. 
And so I thought, what? <laughs> yeah. She what was, do you mean? I don't know. She was just chugging a boogie, you know, manning this entrance, right? Yeah, right. Okay. And for some reason, she hasn't questioned me as I've walked in. Yeah. So I was in the process of, oh, do you know where the bathroom is? But I stopped halfway and she's just dancing away. So I've decided, you know what? I'll give it a little bit of a boogie. <laughs> what? So I've just started dancing with this, like the security what? guard. Yeah. It was very bizarre. But anyways, she's asking her questions and suddenly I'm in the corporate no, box. Easy. I'm in the area. So now- I'm like, I've infiltrated, you know, the enemy. <laughs> I've walked outside yeah. because you can go to the inside section or there's like a nice outside. Oh, like where a balcony kind of balcony area. Yeah, area yeah, right? Yeah, right. And so I think, you know, all these companies maybe or all these people are having a good time. Not a single ethnic insight. No. Zero. I mean, that was the whole stadium. We were the only ethnics there in 60,000 people. I barely saw any other. Very, yeah, very few. But in the corporate box, of oh, course, yeah. you're not yeah, finding, even you're less, not finding so, anyone yeah. with the, you know, skin. And they all would have been dressed up nicely as well. Oh, of course. They were wearing shirts and I was wearing, I was wearing t-shirt shorts and a bum <laughs> back, right? I did not fit in whatsoever, but I'm here and I'm going to like, I'm going to take full advantage of this, right? Yeah. So we've walked into the outside balcony and there's seats everywhere but people are taking, they're all taken. Yeah. So I'm thinking, all right, what the hell is this? I want to at least sit down because now I'm just standing in someone's corporate box yeah, and right. they know that I'm not here with yeah, them, yeah, right? Yeah. So you, I'm thinking, you stand out. sound alarms are going off. So I've decided I'm going to bring my mate. I'm like, all right, let's go. So I've grabbed her, yeah. we go in and then we decide to just like go inside a corporate box, like yeah, open right. the door. But the thing is, there's a lot of the ones that are full yeah, and yeah. so we've got to find one that's empty. Empty. Yeah. But there's like this, for some reason, they've just put Tui's, beer signs on all of them. So right. it's actually very difficult to see if it's empty or not. So we're just peeking in the doors, <laughs> having a look. And then finally we like see- Like where you just like open yeah, the door open a bit. The door, adjust, slightly yeah. ajar. And then we walked in, yeah. right? Empty, empty um, corporate box. Yeah. So we've decided, all right, we're going to sit here maybe for half an hour and then we'll go back to you guys, right? Yeah. And so we're sitting there enjoying, loving it because it's beautiful seats. Like the seats are like extremely comfortable. Yeah. There's no service because we're not supposed to be there. Yeah. But there are drinks in the fridge. Yeah. And so I've told my mate, I don't drink anymore. So I've told my mate, you know, go ham. Oh yeah, okay. Drinks, unfortunately, fridges are locked, right? Ah, so smart. like, you know, it makes sense. Makes sense. So like, whatever, we'll just sit here and enjoy for, you know, half an hour or so. And then I see a lady giving us a side eye, right? Like another security guard giving us- The one that just, danced with you? Not the one that danced with me, another one. And she's had a look at what we're doing. Yeah. And I've seen her have a word <laughs> to the security guard, right? Mind you, there's no one else in this corporate box. It's just me and this other person. Yeah, right. So- you know, all the other ones are full. So we, we are standing out like a sore thumb. Yeah. But I'm thinking no one's going to question it because we're there. Yeah. Anyway, so she's had a word to um one of the seckies and, and I'm like, we, we got to go. Like yeah. we got to get out of here, right? So now it's like missions, mission impossible. We got to get out of the, get out here without, you know, getting caught. getting caught. Yeah. And so my friend was worried about like, if we get caught, we'll get kicked out of the stadium. And I'm like, who cares? Who cares? Like, we've watched two and a half games yeah, of footy. Exactly. Like I'm honestly ready to go. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, quite frankly. And so we, as we're walking out of the door, we've been confronted by the lady. And yeah, she's like, right. so what were you doing in corporate box 101? <laughs> What's it to you? <laughs> I was like, dude, I don't know what to say here. So <laughs> I, I just started lost. making up some story about how, oh, my friend booked a box and you know, <laughs> I thought I, I walked into the wrong one, my bad, right? Yeah. Expecting no follow-ups because yeah, we're on yeah. the way out. She's giving me one follow-up. She's like, sorry, which friend is this? And at this point I'm like, <laughs> I, 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 I'm a little panicking a little bit because I'm thinking like, you know, obviously I'm not supposed to be here, yeah, but yeah. I, I try to play it cool. So I just re reinstate the same thing. Yeah. My friend booked a box. I'm here for him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My bad. I've walked <laughs> into the wrong one. I'm leaving anyway. On me. And then we just walked out. Yeah. Right. And so, you know what? I'll say this corporate box experience. Nice. Would recommend. Only if you get service though. Only if you get service. Yeah. Only if you get service. But even then the seats are nice and the view's decent, but give it a go. I Give it a go to sneak in. Like that was my yeah. most enjoyable because- 
look, the footy was all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even like, I'm a footy fan. Even towards the end, I was getting sick of it. Oh man, it's <laughs> I too was getting much. so sleepy. Yeah, you're just sitting there, like you. And people are like, "Oh, we can go in and out of the stadium." Yeah, yeah. yeah. No one's going in and out of the yeah, stadium. If you leave, you're going. That's it. You're exactly. not coming back. That reminds me when we were trying to pick you guys up. There was like the the actual pickup zone where you're meant to pick up people. Where I don't know where you guys went. Mm. Um, but at the it, airport. At the airport. Um, and it's meant to be just a very quick and you know kiss and ride sort of situation. You just pick them up and that's it. So we got there and we parked like right at the end because we couldn't find you guys and we stopped and then we were trying to message you guys and some like Irish bloke, like the security guard, oh, high yeah. business comes up and he like knocks on the window and then we, we put the window down. He's like, what are you guys doing? And I'm like, the fuck do you think we're doing here? <laughs> we're trying to get our mate. And he's like, where is he? And I'm like, oh, he's like walking. And then he looked back. Like, cause like usually the thing like, oh, like I was trying to say like, he's just there. And usually they would leave you alone. Yeah, they just like, so, and then I pointed it, and he it. turned around. It's like, I don't see anyone there. And I'm like, nah, nah, he's in the door. I can just see him. He's like, don't play these games with me. You gotta, this is a kiss and ride. If no one's here, you gotta go. And I'm like, bro, he's like right there. And he's like, nah, you're gone, go. I don't understand that. Mate, I've never been kicked out of a car park before, but oh, that kiss is and a ride first, nonetheless. Yeah. Like, Kiss and ride, you know, you're not supposed to park there, but you can stop there. Like, bro, this guy, we do, we literally stopped. Yeah. And then immediately he was on us. Bro, give us time to at least find our bearings. By the way, it's like at this, it's not a busy airport. Like, no, there was literally no not. one there. Yeah. Like, me and my friend walked out. Me and Glad walked out. There's maybe five other people walking out with us. So, like, a bit of power goes to your head. Yeah. And they wanted you to wait around in a car park. Um, but yeah, sorry. Go back to the stadium. Yeah, we had, dude, I, uh, what was the thing? We were saying there's something in the Brisbane air. We ate so many times that day. So in the morning I had a meat pie as soon as I landed. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, as soon as we had the Mexican mid trash. Um, we got, I had a couple of beers as well in between. Yeah. Um, then I had- And then we had our friends stealing Red Rooster fries deluxe. Oh yeah. I mean, before we get to that, I had another glizzy, okay. like a stadium glizzy yeah. mid. <laughs> yeah. um, then one of our friends got a chicken and like fries and then she couldn't finish it. So we all passed the fries around. Beautiful. Extra salty. Polish that. Um, <laughs> then we went down and then we got our second glizzy of the day mm-hmm. and my third of the weekend, which was the, the what was it? The, the bratwurst. Bratwurst, mm. which was actually delightful. I that was, was sublime. Good. And then we literally walked down from out. So we were in the top tier of the stadium. We walked down because that's where the glizzies were. I bought a glizzy. I ate the glizzy there. And on the way back up, I went to Red Rooster and bought more food. Dude, that, hey, what are you doing? Wait, by the way, why do they call sauce hot dogs glizzies? I think it's an American thing. But what, it's I glizzy you. stand. You don't know what I it is? I could not tell you. Okay. I just, it's just funny to say. Yeah, um, and yeah, that was, so we walked past the Red Rooster. Yeah. You got the ripper roll. I got the I ripper roll. So I saw you eating it in the line. For, yeah. So you got a ripper roll. You were eating your ripper roll in the line for the glizzies. For the glizzy, yeah. And then you ate a glizzy. So I did the reverse. I got a glizzy and then I saw it. I'm like, the ripper roll looks good. It was delightful. So we got a ripper roll. Someone else stole some chips from Red Rooster. We won't get into that. That was, there was proper tomfoolery going on. Yeah. And and this is where he's like, you know, I'm just stealing from Red Rooster. No dramas at all. And and I'm, you know, Loki tend to agree with him. You're a stadium. I think it's a, it's a, it's a wild, wild west. You do whatever you want there. So he's, he, I've bought a ripper roll, right? With my hard earned cash. And he needs to use me. He needs someone to buy something so he can walk out with you yeah. at the cashier and not have it be sus. So he's like, oh, just buy the Ripper roll. I'll, I'll stash a couple of chips in my jacket. Yeah. And, you know, pick up a, you know, Coke for good luck. <laughs> and then he's walked out and then he's done that the first time. And then as we've gone to get a the second glizzy, journey. Yeah. He's decided, you know what? I'm getting a little bit more, bit peckish. And he does it for the thrill of it. Yeah, he doesn't even want the he fries, doesn't even want, really. Dude, he was passing it around. He didn't want the fries. He just did it for the thrill of it. Yeah, and, and I respect that because, you know, I had no desire to go in a corporate <laughs> box, but when the opportunity presents itself, 
you got to do what you got to do. So anyway, we, the final game finished around 8.30. Um, and then we headed back and we're like, we were going to meet one of our friends for like maybe some late dinner drinks. So then we walked back to the car. Mm. So, you know, the beautiful five minute walk to the yeah, car. Yeah, the Cricket, Cricket Avenue or whatever. Beautiful. Street. We get there and we walk up to the car and we see a little ticket in the windshield of the car. We pick it up and we're being done. The parking range has got us. And at this point, we're standing here and we're sitting and like we, we cannot comprehend what's happening. Yeah, well, like because well, we park right in front of the sign. The sign clearly says 2P, Monday, Monday to Friday. Friday. Can't be any clearer. And we've we got like six lawyers yeah, in exactly. our friend group. So we're like, no dramas <laughs> at all. This will sort itself out. Not even, no need to worry whatsoever. $107, mind you, as well. That was the fine. Both cars, so $214. And then we started driving to the next place and then- Someone Googled like that area, Lang Park Council or whatever. And it specifically says like in massive text on game days. So wherever they're playing at Suncorp, there's special parking rules that apply that for that entire, like maybe one, two kilometer radius around the stadium. They're, the signs don't apply. It's actually 15 minute event parking instead. Which is a joke because like, I have no dramas. Like, how can you have this variable time thing, yeah. but not display it? But not display it. Why yeah. do I have to look this up? Like, we're not from Brisbane. Like, yeah, this is yeah. not common knowledge to us. Yeah. Like, I'm sure you Brisbane folk, you know what's going on. When we say Lang, you know, council, yeah, 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 you're yeah. all like these idiots, you yeah. know, obviously, right? We've just seen the sign. We can only read what's in front of our eyes. Yeah. Like, we're not sitting here doing research Lang council area no, exactly. before we park. We get this fine. And it's like, you know, you've infringed about the Lang council. And then we've read it. That is 15 minute parking um, in this area. And, and and now, but, you know, we'll take it to court, mate. Don't you worry about that. But it's actually not bad. $107 divided by five people for seven hours worth of parking. Not terrible. It's not the worst. Not terrible. Um, but yeah. yeah. 20 bucks a pop. Like, honestly, the fine, it doesn't even matter. I'm just, I'm just, you know, I just feel, feel a bit slighted that the fact that they didn't display it anywhere. But we were so scarred from this that the next place we went to, we parked in the underground car park. <laughs> yeah. And there it was $15 an hour or something. And so we, again, we had two cars, so we devised a plan after. So we were there for maybe two hours or whatever, mm. two and a half hours. And then in the end, I think it came to 40 bucks. Yeah, it was like 48 per car. Per car. And we're sitting here like, mate, nah. we've, just stuck, we've just been sunk 214. Exactly. We can't afford any more. No so, chance. So Roe devised a plan where the first car would unfortunately cop that payment. Of course. $48. And then the second car, which Roe was driving, would just seamlessly tailgate its way out. Fantastic. So then 48 out divided by five becomes 48 divided by 10. <laughs> yeah. And you're paying- you- <laughs> what, what did our friend say? So like- <laughs> I don't want to say it. He says, he says, um, he says 48 by five is peanuts. <laughs> 48, you're paying peanuts. So then he said 48 by 10, almonds even. <laughs> Quality stuff. Quality so, so we got out of there and that was, that was the end of our Sunday night. And then we all stayed the next day as well, the Monday, because the flights were cheaper to go on the Tuesday. Mm. And so Monday rolled in, um, everyone got up. So half the group had Monday off, mm. the other half had to work. So it was a weird dichotomy that Monday morning where, well, the thing is right, I had my laptop anyway. So I opened it and fucked around for a bit on my laptop, but <laughs> yeah. I didn't like, oh, I still took the day off. But then the others were actually trying to do some work and yeah. like, make it look like they were pre- being productive. Yeah, and, and people are all, they're all show. It's very, it's all flash and games here, mate. It was very, mate. yeah, I don't want to say it, but it was very performative. Yeah, so <laughs> performative, right? <laughs> they're, they're making this whole song and dance about how they've got to work. And it's like, guys, like my job is so important. I'm so busy today. So busy today. I don't know if we were going to go here, no, but I'm glad we've gone into let's this. Let's go into that. Yeah, look. Yeah, look, my job is not important. I'm going to put it out there. 100% either is mine. 
I told my manager, I'm taking Monday off. She's like, yeah, why Go stop there? It. Take the Tuesday <laughs> off as well. <laughs> she didn't give a shit. And then, but I still logged on anyway, because it felt weird. Everyone was on their laptop on Monday morning. I'm like, all right. Yeah, so out. focused. Like it felt like, yeah, I don't know. People like- So I felt like, like, cause then like, who am I going to talk to? I can't distract these people, mm. right? Well, I probably could have, but I'm like, shit. Like I probably should do something productive. So I just opened my laptop for a bit, but- I don't know, it was but weird. The, yeah, but it was weird dichotomy because it's like people wanted to do something on the Monday and yeah. we only had two cars and then people had to go somewhere. So basically we, we had to go all at once. Like we yeah, all yeah, needed yeah. to go, to, we had the same plan. We couldn't go separately due to the car logistics, yeah. right? So we've thrown out Noosa, which is like an hour and a half. Yeah, north. North, yeah. it's like beaches and stuff like that. That wasn't well received. Didn't get much traction. Well, it got traction from the people who were Who free. were keen to yeah, go. Who yeah. were free, right? But then the people who were working, <laughs> right? In quotations, these guys were like, can't do Noosa. Can't do it. <laughs> Hour and a half this way. Like guys, like I've got to work, right? <laughs> and so- and so we're like, all right, whatever, let's go to the Gold Coast, right? Yeah. Which is- which is The opposite direction. The opposite South, direction. An hour, South, an, an hour, hour and a bit, an hour and change. And with an hour, everyone's happy Suddenly to Suddenly everyone out. was in. Everyone's in for the Gold Coast. Well, what, what do we do? We'll go Top Golf. Beautiful. So I think uh, we were in the car, me and San, where no one was working. Yeah, yeah that so was good. We were cruising, yeah, we were exactly. having the time of our lives, driving, playing all these car games. In the other car, mate, Stress City. You got two people on their laptops in the back seat, you know, pretending to do work. Uh, look, I don't know if they did any work that day. How can you do work in the yeah. back of a car? But I can barely do work in my office, <laughs> let alone in the back of a car. Like that is, and, and like, okay, so I was in the car with this guy who was doing the work on the way back. Yeah. And I'm looking at what he's doing and he's just got his laptop open for his emails. He's just reading emails. I'm like, brother, this is not working. You can, you do, can it do it on your phone. phone. Like, yeah. why do you need to do this performance of like, yeah. bring the laptop out in the back seat, typing away, you know, no need for it. And then, yeah, some people were working at Top Golf. Ah, oh, that was a bit yuck. <laughs> that was a bit yuck. Like we're trying to have a good time. I, mean, I want to hit some balls, mate. Put yeah. the laptop away. And I understand, you know, people don't have leave or whatever. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Which is whatever. That we, sounds like a you problem. That does sound like a you problem. But you know, at least have the decency to ha hit a couple yeah, of balls. It's you like know? smoking. Don't do it in front of me, man. Go <laughs> do it in the side somewhere where <laughs> I can't see you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that look. That was. That's how long is that now? Yeah. How long have we killed with wow, this? Wow. Forty minutes. No, just the log. There was any, any more yarns from? I'm thinking. Was there any more yarns from that weekend? Not really. No. Oh, well, I didn't join you for this one, but you you got on the scooter again, which you loved down in Melbourne. Yeah, you did it up in Brisbane. Was that good? That was excellent. So I yeah. was actually a bit annoyed that I didn't do it. I'm like, damn it, I really wanted to do it. So all I really wanted to do in Brisbane was go on the scooters because apparently like they're everywhere, right? And yeah. it's like it's just fun, just like joyriding down the street. So yeah. me and two other guys, um, we were like some people went home and we were waiting for another car to materialize. And so we're like, we'll drive to them. Yeah. Except we'll go with scooters and mate just cruising down the Brisbane streets in the evening with the yeah. wind in your hair and the scooter, it's got the speed as well. 25 yeah. kilometers, mind you, feels yeah. a lot faster on a scooter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, it feels like you're going so quickly, but we're just cruising down the streets of Brisbane, taking turns. And the thing is we didn't have any maps. So what you can do is you can have like, you can put on your Apple watch. And so the guy who had the Apple watch is not, was not, he had never been on a scooter and he was like not really comfortable going on the road. Just in case. So Triple Cheese has asked for the Apple watch. He's like, give me the Apple watch, I'll navigate. Yeah, so yeah, they're yeah. not swapping the uh, the Apple watch, but the Triple Cheese felt bad for our mate at the back. Yeah. And he decided to stay with them. I had no, I had no qualms <laughs> whatsoever. I was just flying, right? Yeah. And so we're driving down the streets of Brisbane. I don't know where I'm going because Triple Cheese has the, has the watch. So he's yelling, He's where yelling, to go, you're where yeah. to go. Turn right, turn <laughs> left. But eventually we make it down. And yeah, what can I say? Those scooters are the best things that have ever happened to cities. And I wish Sydney adopts them better because, mate, I had the time of my life. I don't think it'll ever happen in Sydney again. The roads in the city, especially, like it's too hilly and too, um, 
too narrow. It is narrow. Streets. It is a bit dicey, but I'll tell you what, they're, they're the most fun you can have on two wheels. Oh, I think. Wait, where's that from? Well, that's a quote of something. Isn't is it? <laughs> I think there's, I think it's an adaptation of a quote. It is. It's like, I don't know what the original is. It Jamboree is it or something? Like the most fun you can have. Oh, it is. Yeah. It's, it's something, like one of those. something like that. Oh, it's going to annoy me now. We'll figure it out. Maybe in the, in the next segment. Before you try and move us on, I got one quick thing. Um, <laughs> 40 minutes isn't enough. <laughs> what isn't enough? I just got to do this one quick thing because otherwise I'll forget. Yeah. Um, it's really stupid. Um, we had a work event the other night, so we got a cab. So firstly, cab, I don't know about the cab drivers in Sydney. They're yeah. a bit, they're a bit soft. So we picked one up around Martin Place and this guy initially took us on a ride. What did he do? So he, he picked us up and then obviously we wanted to go over the bridge. So we had to get to the Harbour Bridge and then he initially went one way and then he got to literally like, literally, I think it was Elizabeth Street. You just got to cross it and then it takes you around into the bridge. Yeah, yeah. We were at that light for a bit and it clearly said, Elizabeth, like that road is closed, detour. Mm. But he was staring at it for a bit and then it goes green and he drives like halfway towards it and he's like, oh, it's closed. And I'm like, you've Hang been on. driving in the city all night, man. You're a cabbie, you didn't man. know, you know yeah. exactly what's As going on here. you didn't know. So then he had to go right and then we had to go back into the city and we drove all the way around through like Pitt Street, George Street, yeah. down towards like fucking Barangaroo <laughs> to get back onto the bridge. And I was looking at the meter yeah. and it gone from like, maybe he picked us up, it was like $7. It'd gone up to like 20 bucks at this point. He yeah. burnt like $13 just driving around in the city. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, far out, mate. And then we started driving. <laughs> you're lucky I'm not paying for this. Yeah, you're lucky that <laughs> my company's paying for this. Cause if it was me, I'd be furious. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then we were driving and then he was trying to yarn with us and it was like a Egyptian bloke. And then I, I caught a cab with, well, I split with one of my mates. Um, and then he was doing the thing where the cab driver spoke very broken English. And so he was speaking very broken English back to him. Oh, like your mate. <laughs> and I just yeah. felt very uncomfortable with it. I think that's okay. I don't know. Cause like, cause like, cause I'll tell to... you, I'll tell you off air who this person was. And right. then you'll realize he was kind of mocking him. <laughs> okay. Okay. And so it, well, I was, it was, it was not setting well with me for a right. bit. Anyway, we were driving and then he, he- It's like when you're in like, you know, Southeast Asian country yeah. and like you have to, you know, they're not going to get everything. Yeah, so you yeah, just yeah, give yeah. them the the must haves. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where is bathroom? Like you don't need yeah, the yeah, where yeah. is the bro. Like they don't need that. <laughs> but okay, fair just enough. Just the bare essentials. If he's mocking then- them, yeah, not about that. So we got, maybe he wasn't, but it seemed like that to me. We were, we were on the M2 and then we were coming towards the Lane Cove tunnel. And then the driver was quiet for a bit. And then it was just me and my friend talking. And then suddenly the driver turned around and was like, and he points to like the Lane Curve Tunnel and it says 80 kilometers. Mm. And then he's like, oh, my f- son's friend got caught speeding in here. He did 120. Do you know how much the fine was? Mm. And the second someone asked me that, I always do the, the dickhead thing where you always guess way above. <laughs> so he said, do you know how much it was? And instantly I'm like $20,000. <laughs> and then he went silent for a bit. It was like $4,000. <laughs> Oh, you dog, man. You ruined his story. Yeah. Because $4,000 is so hefty. And you just made it seem as if it's pennies after the, the 20,000 anchor point. Uh, and he went back to science after that. But yeah, for some reason, the M2, there was no um, lights on it. Like all, sorry. Yeah, like there was no light. It was so dark. Yeah. And so his headlights were barely working. And he was just swerving in and out of lane. It was terrifying being in this man's car. Were there cars around? No, luckily it was like at one thirty. Like there was no cars around, so it was fine. Yeah, get the high beams on, brother. What are you doing? Dude, it was, it was, that that part on the M two for like maybe from that stretch from like you get out of the Lane Cove Tunnel to like the hills. Yeah, terrifying. Actually, terrifying. Dude, just, now, now you've got me on a. Are you done that story? Yeah. yeah okay. Let, let me because now you've got me on a bit no. of a ride, right? Because I also got taken for a ride. Yeah. Not by a cabbie, but 
from a kebab shop owner. Oh, here we go. <laughs> and so like, like I alluded to earlier, right? I've stopped drinking. I've yeah. been drunk for maybe, you know, basically the whole year, right? Yeah. But I still like to go out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like to have late nights out. Yeah. So we're finished the night out and we're going to grab our, you know, kebab to end the night. Yeah. Just standard, right? And so obviously at this point it's like 2, 2 a.m. Yeah. And so the kebab shop owner, he's like, what do you want, brother? I'm like, just a, you know, chicken kebab, brother, please. The works, chili sauce. Thank you very much, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's trying to pull such a dirty on me because I've ordered a kebab and a coke. Yeah. And he's put on the meat on put on the um the terminal yeah. $44. <laughs> right? <laughs> and I'm sitting here like like he's literally just trying to take advantage of drunk of people. Drunk, that's the oldest trick in the book. Because like I obviously am sober, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I've looked at this $44 and I'm like, what's this? Yeah. Right? And he like you can tell when it's like an accident. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And when you can tell when these guys are like trying to like who have been caught red-handed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So I'm sitting here like like, oh, $44, right? And at first I was going to give him benefit of the doubt, but then he was like a deer in headlights. He's like, yeah. oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. You know, my bad. But it was like very like, you know, he, he did not mean it whatsoever, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So- How much was it actually? What, it was a kebab and a drink? It was yeah. like 16 bucks. Yeah, because like it's a four and four was nowhere near what he should have been no, pressing. He's yeah, not, he's yeah, not yeah. mistyped one, you know, yeah, 160 yeah, yeah. if he got 160. That makes sense. I'm like, yeah, yeah, fair yeah. enough, mate, bad luck. But $44, he's- Calculated. He's obviously trying to take me for a ride, right? At that point, I'm actually pretty angry. Yeah, because yeah. like. Obviously I'm fine, but he's probably been scamming the whole oh, night. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. people have just been getting fleeced deluxe and you look at your bank statement. Game's a game though. No, I don't think so, man. You can't be scamming drunk people. That, that That's that's a bit, you know, predatory, no? I No, but the thing is I've actually seen that. Where did I see that before? I, this has happened to me as well. No, it was at a convenience store. Mm. Um, and then I went to go buy something. It was a, it was outside the star and that little one, like that little shitty yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I went to go buy a bottle of water and he put it in as like, Twelve dollars or something, mm. thinking that you'd be drunk enough to pay Just it. Tap. I'm like, brother, I'm not paying twelve dollars for a bottle. For a of bottle water. of water, insane, dude. These guys are they're like scum they're of shifty, the earth. Very now, shifty. Let, let me obviously, right? I understand. I take free drinks from people at restaurants, but yeah, yeah, let's yeah. not pretend that that's any you know no, exactly on the same playing field as. And it's like, not like we we went and stole it off them. They offered it to us. We yeah. just said yes. This guy is dead set, just trying to steal of us, yeah. right? And anyways, I was furious. Anyways, eventually I paid my money, ate the kebab, never, and and so. Maybe, maybe this is a warning, right? Mm. Pay attention to what you're tapping because like, yeah, yeah. for example, like my dad, the reason why I learned always look at like the terminal before I tap is because my dad, when we had like a family lunch somewhere, um, he just tapped the card, went home. And instead of like the meal being 1600, it was 1,600. Sorry. Yeah, that's the same amount. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> instead of the meal being 160, it was oh. 1600, right? And so obviously they've done it by mistake. It's yeah, just like yeah. a lunch place, right? They're not, obviously not trying to scam oh anyone. God. But then but then it was a little bit of a hassle to try and get the money back. Yeah. Because there's no real proof. Yeah. Well, no, the receipt. No, but like we don't, I don't take receipts. I don't think my dad no, took receipts. No, but they receipts. would have the receipt. The F-Post would have the yeah, receipt. Yeah, but we only realized like two days afterwards. So uh. it's like, mate, we're, we got to go back and do this whole shebang. Anyways, eventually they relented because the family of five is not eating $1,600 yeah, exactly. at like this, you know, one single dollar sign, you know, takeaway <laughs> joint, right? But that's why I always check check, it, check yeah. the terminals. Every single time I'm looking, I'm like, mate, is this correct? And so this $44 guy, rub me the wrong way, mm. get rid of him. This is the segment Red Handed. And uh, it's just, we're going to tell some yarns about, you know, times that we've been caught at work, you know, red handed, doing things that we should not be doing. So Sen, I believe you pitched this segment. I'd love to hear... How many times you've been caught? Oh, too many. Um, I'll only give a few today, but the reason why- And none from your current job. None from my current job. Absolutely not. Um, saved myself 
from any future litigation. Um, <laughs> the reason why I came up with this, I don't know if you saw it. It was on the, it, was, it went all over like TikTok and Instagram recently, but well, recently like three weeks ago. Mm. Um, it was like this Australian, I think it was channel 10, like Australian news channel. And like the lady was like reading the six o'clock news. And then you know how like in the background they'll have like the actual newsroom and like all the journalists are like working or whatever. Yeah. So like she was like reading the six o'clock news and then in the background, literally the first person right behind her, obviously there's a glass and then there's the team. Yeah. So the person behind her was facing the other way. So he was, his computer was to the camera. Mm -hmm. And so instead of working, what this work was doing was watching Shrek. What? And so for like 20 minutes of this newscast, this bloke was watching the 2004 seminal classic Shrek. Dude, look, I've done a lot of things at work, like at work. Yeah, yeah, I can yeah. say I've never once decided to watch a movie during work. Well, I'll get to it because I've oh, got a story for that. So we go. we're going to, in this segment, you know, and we'll bring it back and obviously we'll throw it out to listeners in the future to see mm. if they've got any good stories. But, you know, we're, none of us here are ideal workers. Um, far from it, really. Um, and so we're going to tell some stories where we've been caught at her, uh, work red-handed doing something we probably shouldn't have been. Mm. Um, so I'll, I'll take you back to my very first job working at, I'm going to say it, uh, I used to not say it, but I'll say it, at, at Vodafone. In the- Ta brave, son. Here we go. Uh, we're spilling all secrets today. Oh yeah, absolutely. The, this job was very laissez-faire. So I used to work in the store yep. and it was just meant to be like a sales. Just a telco, or, or just, telco sales. Yeah, telco selling sales, mobile fo- fixing iPhones. phones, mm. that sort of shit. So the, the shopping center we worked at, there was two Vodafone stores. There was a downstairs one, which had been there for 10, 15 years. This brand newly opened store that they opened near the, shop, uh, near the food court upstairs. Mm. And so that was the one that I worked at. So no one knew we were there. We were tucked away in the corner. Everyone just goes down to the bottom because that's, that's where all they've Vodafone ever known. Yeah. So there's been many a day where we just stood there, <laughs> just twiddling our thumbs. So eventually it came to the point where like, well, we're standing here. We're not doing anything. We might as well have a bit of fun. Mm. So we had like the display iPad where like people can like, cause we had display phones and stuff where people can come and like play around and touch like the phones and whatnot. So we also sold iPads. So we had a display iPad. Mm. And then the actual store itself had two iPads for God knows what reason. So we had three iPads in the store. Beautiful. So we just went to town. We just downloaded every single game you could think of. <laughs> yeah. Clash Royale, Bloons Tower Defense, every single game. Like in 2017, I can tell you the top 10 app store games. <laughs> Why? Because we, we, we just cycle through them. Yeah. And so on any given shift, there was three of us on. So all three of us, the, the, the display iPad was right at the front of the store. Mm. And then at the back, like at the back of the store was the um, point of sale, the pause, yep. um, where the computers were. And that's where the two other iPads were. So if you ever looked in and many times people from the other store would look in and come in the store and they would just see one idiot standing at the front mm. playing Clash Royale on the front display like <laughs> iPad, which was for the customers, not even for us. <laughs> and then two other idiots in the back corner on their own iPad playing whatever game they wanted Beautiful, there. Beautiful, mate. Bit of fruit ninja on the side. And the best thing is was, we often found multiplayer games where we could all play together. Yeah. So we were playing like online games where all three of us <laughs> were a team. And there was many times- paid to play games. I got paid to play games. And obviously there was many times where customers would come in and they yeah. thought we were just like, we were dressed as employees, but mm. no, it was actually us. And then no, and then also the customers come in, but you're in the middle of a Call of Duty battle. Yeah, and I'm mate. like, mate, relax, Just give me a second. Give us a second. Mate. Oh also- yeah, we did play Call of Duty. We played PUBG as well. Beautiful, mate. You got important business on the iPads. As far as they're concerned, mate, you're, you're, you're working hard. Exactly. And it's time for them to wait while you guys have your fun. And what, what we were told was, you know, if a customer walks in the store, you have to greet them within 10 seconds. 10 seconds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if you're with a customer? 
No, obviously, if if you're free, you're meant to greet them within 10 okay. seconds. I mean, that, that's, that honestly is pretty reasonable, to There's, be honest. There was many times where I was at the front playing on the display iPad, like <laughs> yeah. right at the front of the store. I can't stress how at the front of the store this was. <laughs> yeah. And I'd be sitting there and the customer would walk in, they'd mosey around, they'd look at the iPhones, they'd look at the Samsung Galaxy S's. Right. Another greeting in sight from you. And then they'd look at like the iPad, they'd look over my shoulder looking at the iPad <laughs> and they'd walk out. They'd be in the store for five minutes, no one said anything to them, they just walk straight out. <laughs> and you know what? I... I would appreciate, I would love this store because I despise being greeted by yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. customer service agents. Dude. I know what I'm doing there. Like I just said previously, I'm going to get in, get out. I know what I'm getting. I don't need you to help guide me through the purchase of new exactly. iPhone. So know, I've literally looked at the prices on the website before I've come. All I need you to do is transact. Yeah, exactly. That's it. And I'll come to you for that. You don't come to me. <laughs> so then that, that's just saying the scene of what how this store runs. Yeah. So it was poorly run. <laughs> There was there was actually one day where we didn't see a single person walk in the store, and there was three of us. <laughs> That's outrageous. It was it was yes, some of the best years of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so we we were just pushing the boundaries further and further, you know. So like the the company, you know, corporate had a mandate that you had to open the door like immediately, promptly at nine a.m. Of course, that's what the website says is open. I expect the doors to be open before nine, and then you can only close the door at five p.m. Also fair enough from company rules. And so obviously, you know, we were like quiet. We weren't doing anything. So we'd just push the boundaries. Mm. We would open maybe at 9.10, 9.15. We'd close at 4.40, yeah. 4.50. Just small things here and there. Yeah, just stealing a little bit of time. And then a couple of times like, and then this is over the course of a year, like stuff like you, we had the tills with money in it. Sometimes 20 or $30 went missing <laughs> from the till. <laughs> and I will say to this day, I actually don't know what happened. But there was a lot of scrutiny from head office saying- Actually, you guys are stealing money from the tills? I don't know who did. I actually I actually don't know who did yeah. it. It wasn't me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, we, there was a couple of times where the floats didn't match. Money's just disappeared. But I will just say the people who were closing weren't the brightest blokes. So I'm yeah. just starting to think they just couldn't count. But yeah, no, there was mate. a couple of times where head office like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Your tills aren't opening. You're closing early. You're opening late. And anyway, this all culminated one fine Sunday afternoon, Mm. sorry, Sunday morning. So Sunday morning, you open at 10 actually. So you get an extra hour and you close at five still. Uh, I remember that morning, it was me, another part-time guy and then a guy who was casual. Mm. So immediately incorrect. You need to have at least a store manager (laughs) or a full-time member. Someone needs to have this as their primary job. So there needs to be, so your part, the full-time members, there had to be a store manager or an assistant store manager because they had, they were the only two people who had keys to the store. Yeah. So that morning there was us three. Um, And then what was meant to happen was one of the, I think it was the assistant manager or the manager was meant to come and give us the key. Mm. So we all rocked up. Well, I naturally rocked up late anyway. Uh, Like that was the thing (laughs) in my team. I was always going to show up 20 minutes late. So I rocked up like at 10, 15, 10, 20. Yeah. And I walk up to the store, up to the food court. Um, it's like, the store is actually no, no longer there, but I walked to the, the store and, I, and it, was, it was dark mm. and the, the roller doors were shot. And I'm like, okay, it's 10, 20, probably should be open by now. Yeah, yeah. So then I look and I see the two other guys are just sitting like on the floor in front of the store. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> boys, we don't feel like working today. And he's like, oh, so-and-so was meant to bring his keys. Yeah. Um, but he got so drunk last night and he's, um, I think he said something like he's passed out in his car and he can't get here because right. he's so ridden off. So like, all right, fine. Let's call the other person because they have another set of keys. Yeah, We call them. Yeah, I'm in Melbourne. Oh no. So we're sitting here thinking, well, this is it. We've finally done it. Yeah. <laughs> we pushed the boundary too far and we've come to the point where we're fucked. Yeah. Like there's three idiots sitting outside the store. Store was meant to be open 20 minutes ago. We don't have a key. Mm. 
And then the store manager from downstairs comes up and she just looks and she's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? It's not your fault. Well, we tried to tell her that. And yeah. then suddenly we're getting calls from head office, from security saying, yeah. we notice your doors aren't open. Your systems aren't online. What's happening? What's doing, cuz? <laughs> <laughs> well, like, yeah, well, you see. And so then we had to do the thing. We, we had to throw the store manager yeah, under the bus saying drunk that- drunk it under the bus. And then, so then like we were calling the store manager, like, dude, you got to come, you got to come. Like we're getting in trouble, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Eventually he comes like, you know, like he's slept like on a bench the entire night, like yeah, yeah. bags under his eyes, wearing last night's clothes. Mm. And he comes at the store and we eventually open at 12 and then like, whatever. So we, we served maybe three people from 12 to five. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. whatever. Does it really be of a deal? No one was coming anyway. Yeah, Even if you didn't even open the whole day, I reckon they wouldn't have missed any cash. Partly then, because you don't make any and partly because people are stealing. Yeah. So. And then maybe a couple of days later, I hear whispers saying that, oh, you know, um, the store manager's in trouble. You know, he, he's getting called into the head office for a meeting on uh, Tuesday or mm. whatever. And I'm like, whatever. So I didn't, I only worked Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, you're, so not, I, you're not looking to make a career in Vodafone. No, you're exactly. not looking to climb the ranks here. You couldn't care less. And then I come in on Thursday and Dino, who was the manager at the time, yeah. looked heartbroken. I'm like, oh, Dino, what happened, mate? What, what's wrong? And he's like, ah, oh, man. Went into the meeting on uh, on Tuesday and they've given me the sack. They, they fired me. And then Damn. apparently he walked into that meeting and they had a massive like log of all the <laughs> things we had done wrong in the store. <laughs> like the shitty sales, not opening at time, the float being wrong, phones being missing in um, stock take. <laughs> you guys got this guy fired. And this guy just got sent immediately. Pack him, Dino. And then the, and it came to the point, like maybe a couple of weeks later, yeah. they're like, we're closing the store altogether. It's unprofitable. And so slowly one by one, we all just got taken to different um, different stores around Sydney. Yeah. So we all got moved. And that was the last I ever heard of Dino. Oh, Dino. Uh, you know, to be fair, he doesn't seem like a great manager, but I mean, not his fault. He, uh, to be fair, his fault that he didn't open the key, like open the store that one day, but that's surely a- But it was a build up. They had like right. for a whole year, they had like, an entire case built up against him. And at the end of the day, the captain goes down with the ship. That is fair. The buck stops with him, as they would say. <laughs> so that was Vodafone. And I've got two more others, if you indulge me for a quick second. Let, let me go. I, I, right, I, I've, go. Won, I've won, like, cause I worked at Athletes Foot, which was also- At the same time. At the same time in the same shopping, shopping center. center. And so you, you've met as many times where you walk past and you just saw us fucking around. Yeah, I saw you messing up. Man. I've seen, I saw the iPad. There was <laughs> nothing doing on those iPads. I'll tell you that much for sure. But well, I always worked at Athletes Foot at the time. And, and, um, we actually, we, there's only one athletes for it. Yeah. And, and it was pretty like, you know, heavily frequented. Yeah. And so it was like, kind of like pharmaceutical sales where like these, you know, f like reps for the shoe companies would come over and be like, sell New Balance, yeah, you know, yeah, sell yeah. Saucony, sell Nikes, all that sort yeah. of stuff. Right. And then to incentivize you to sell these, they would be like, if you sell 10 pairs of shoes in this period, um, we'll give you a free pair of shoes. Oh yeah. Nice. So there were like, there was heaps of incentives. Right. Yeah. And, I love free stuff. Like I love it. Mm. Like I, I will do anything for free. I yeah. will wait in line hours and hours just for a freebie, right? Oh my God. No dramas there. So uh, the New Balance rep has come in and he's like, lads, if you sell 10 New Balance shoes in the next two weeks, yeah, you guys get a free pair of New Balance. And the thing is any New Balance, like you just choose whatever you want, they'll send it to you, right? Yeah. My ears perk up. I'm like, this is it, right? Yeah. So this is the first taste. I'm like pretty new and I don't know what the go is. So I'm selling these New Balance shoes. And like, to be honest, uh, New Balance is like on the pricier end, uh, like maybe like second most expensive shoe, 
and uh, athletes foot shoes are, you know, specifically for running, right? So people yeah. are going there for running. New Balance is traditionally for wide feet. So yeah. if you have anyone who is like a narrow fit or like just even a regular fit, you're not popping them in New Balance. You're giving them yeah. ASICs. You're giving them Mizunos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've got to sell New Balance, right? <laughs> you got to and flog them. Not enough fatties are walking into the store, <laughs> right? So all these kids, all these people with like, you know, narrow feet are walking in yeah. and they're walking out with Nikes and I'm, you know, time's ticking, right? I'm working, I'm working how many shifts? Maybe five shifts. Yeah. So I've got five shifts. I've got to tell, send 10 New Balance shoes, right? Yeah. So eventually they start picking up. You get a few people with really wide feet. I start flogging them up. Last shift, right? Before the, the, the deal closes, um, I have to sell two more pairs of New Balance shoes. And at this point, and so I don't know how you, uh, you don't know if how it works athletes for, but basically it's like the customer doesn't choose the shoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I as the rep, You're the consultant. I'm the expert. Yeah. I actually choose the shoe for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, they're supposed to walk on this like pad. We then analyze their feet because yeah. it's like some tracking system. And I say, oh, you're, you're rolling in, you're rolling out. And then you go out back and you present, you pick three shoes that you uh, believe fit their foot type, right? So it's, it's pretty like- That's pretty cool. It's pretty sick. Um. But that also means that I have a lot of power in these in these situations. So you just walked out with three new balances. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I've all, uh, so, so I've got two more new balances to shell, sell and you know, two hours remaining. So time's ticking. So I walk out the back and this, this lady's walked in and she's having trouble, right? And I look in and she, you know, she, she's asked me, I really like, you know, Nike. So yeah. I'm like, sorry, sister. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> and so I've gone out at a multiple times, don't have your size in the Nikes. Beautiful. You know, here's two new balance. And here's an ASICS, which I know doesn't fit you. <laughs> so, so just I've, on that, have you ever played Secret Hitler? No. Especially, it's the same thing where you, you got to, essentially you're giving someone like three face down cards. Yeah. And essentially if they got to pick whether it's fascist or not fascist. Right. And so if I'm picking and I'm on like Hitler's team, I want to give you the fascist ones. Yeah. So essentially it was like that. You're giving them three fascist cards yeah, and you're just stitching them up. Uh, it's a, the biggest stitch up of all time, right? So like this is this is the first time, right? So last sale of the day, or last sale, you know, I, I'm guaranteed the prize. Yeah. She's going to walk out with shoes and I've given her two New Balance and one shoe that I like is two sizes too big for her. Yeah. Right. So she's bought the New Balance and I'm cheering, right? Got the free pair in NBs, call it a day. Then in comes another rep a week later, Sockany. They're like, same sort of thing. Yeah. Sell 10 shoes. And I think for each, you know, pair of shoes you sell, you get, you know, $20 gift voucher or something. Oh, lovely. So I'm like, oh, here we go, mate. This is just free You want cash. to flog off. Yeah. And so the thing is with these deals or with these like sales that reps give you, like not everyone gets all like the, the not everyone does it, right? Yeah, right. And so I have made- like the last six sales yeah. or six deals that the reps have come in, right? I just so happened yeah. to have made all of them. Yeah. And with the Sockany sale, I sold like 20 pairs of Sockany <laughs> shoes. So I'm like 400 bucks in, in the grid. Oh and the, so the manager comes up to me, right? And not yet, cause she's in shadows, you know what I've done. And I do the classic, the classic lines. Sorry, we don't have the Nikes in your yeah, size. Yeah. Sorry, we don't have this. These are the only ones that will fit, right? I'm, I'm flogging like these crappy pairs of shoes to them. Well, these people with deformed feet, mind you, <laughs> like proper messed up. Like I'm still giving them shoes that like kind of work for their feet, but like I'm obviously putting a bit of mayo on it and just yeah. giving them the ones that will give me the best deal. So the manager comes up to me and she's like, so I heard that you, uh, I heard that you, you said that, you know, the new balances didn't have size in this 8.5s. <laughs> and then she walks out yeah. and then she picks them up, delivers to the customer. Oh. And then I got banned from all the deals. 
Seriously, yeah, dog, not, bro. I could not participate in this. See, I don't understand that. Like, if you're gonna allow these people to come and give these incentives, then what's the point? What's the problem? I'm just, pl- I'm yeah. just playing. I'm playing the game. That's what I thought. But you know, to, to be fair, I was playing the game slightly unethically. But like the fact that she banned me from all future promotions, <laughs> dude, not happy with that. <laughs> it's corruption, bro. It is a little bit of corruption. But I'll let you. I'll let you go tell more. No, I've I got plenty got, as well, man. I got plenty, but I'll, I'll give you two quick ones. One okay. isn't me. So you said you've never been, you know, never thought about watching a movie at work. Yeah. Let me tell you. So after Vodafone, I worked at a smaller accounting firm, mm-hmm. and this person, you know, this person. I'm not going to say their name, but you know this person. Okay. Say the name, and we'll, uh, we'll bleep it out. Yeah. No, I've said his name before. Big Dazzy. Okay. Yeah. Um. So we used to, we used to be. Obviously, you put your earphones in. You're allowed to listen to music. Blah blah blah. Podcasting. But it came to a point where Dazzy got moved to another part of the office because. It was me, him, and one other guy all sitting next to each other. And all we did all day was just talk and like <laughs> distract everyone else Muck and do no, exactly. So they, it's like school, they moved him away. Yeah. <laughs> so he got moved to like the middle part of the office by himself next to the admin people. Yeah. And so it solved that problem. He was quiet, too quiet. Mm. So every day Desi had his earphones in and then he'd be sitting there in his own world. And, but the thing is he wasn't doing any work. Yeah. So he was quiet but he's not doing any work. Yeah, no work's being done. So what, what's happening? So everyone was kind of thinking like, well, what is Dazzy doing, you know, sitting away from everyone else? So yeah. the admin girl, we told her, can you just watch him and see what he does? Mm. And so one night she was, so one, sorry, one day he was just, she was watching him. And for some reason he had his phone like <laughs> hidden underneath like a, I forgot what it was. Like, like he had like a couple of like sheets of paper and he had it hidden in there. Yeah. And like the brightness was real low and he had it horizontal as well. So she's like, she was like kind of peering. Yeah. And this brother is watching, it wasn't a movie. He was watching NBA and what? apparently he's just been watching NBA every the single day. And I was like betting on it as well <laughs> for like a week or two like until it. they caught on. That's like how we in school were playing when we had got phones, we were playing snake and we would hide it in our pencil cases yeah. and then just like constantly play. But you know, Fair enough. If they're gonna move, Dazzy, he's gotta he's gotta watch his NBA somehow. He didn't want to do it on the laptop though. Nah, it was blocked. Ah, uh, so he had to do it on his. Yeah, phone. He had to do it. So then they brought in a policy: only one earphone in at each time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure actually, when Amanu was working at like a financial wherever company, he was, wherever yeah. he was working, right? I'm pretty sure they implemented a rule because him and his mates were sending too many messages on Slack or something. Like on Teams, they sent like 50,000 messages in like the span of like three days. Oh so they were days. like, they literally like, they had some cap on number of messages or you can't use your phone. I think Manny had to put his phone in a box or something. Yes, I do remember this. Like, cause he was just constantly on it. So they were like, <laughs> you have to just put your phone elsewhere so you can't be on it. Uh, and then my final one. So my next job after that accounting firm was another accounting firm. Mm. Um, and then I was just sitting there one day and I, it used to be a thing where it was a big floor and like a lot of teams sat with each other, but I didn't like sitting with my team. So I sat, as my friends would say in Narnia, mm-hmm. which is like literally all the way on the other side. And there was like these beautiful little uh, cubicles. So there was like three walls around you. Mm-hmm. And then there was one just opening where you could just walk in and out of. Privacy. Beautiful <laughs> privacy. So I would just go there and just get lost in my own world. <laughs> yeah. Except I sat on the side where all the executives of the yeah. accounting firm sat. It's a rookie but no, normally it was fine. But then one day I thought I was looking around, it was like an empty office. So then normally what I do is when I listen, like play, uh, when I do work, I listen to like podcasts or whatever. And I usually like put up on YouTube cause I can't be bothered connecting my phone and going on like um, Spotify yeah. or podcast, whatever. So I was watching it on YouTube. And I'm pretty sure it was a Luke and Lewis podcast. Oh yeah, great podcast. So beautiful. And it was a great episode I remember at the time. So 
and I looked around and I'm like, oh, like there's no one around. So I just, just like sat back and I put it up on my main screen yeah. at the top. And I just sat back and just, like, just having a good yarn, like laughing and whatever. Yeah. And then suddenly I just see someone in the corner of my eye walking past. I didn't think much of it. And they kind of like stopped for a second and then they kept walking. Mm. And I looked up, like I stood up from my cubicle to see who it was. And it was the New South Wales head of like our entire accounting <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and then I made a mental note never to sit there ever again. <laughs> Did he say anything in the No, he didn't. <laughs> I made sure the next time he came around, I was diligently yeah. looking like I was doing work. Well, next time, mate. I literally just sat back like this, watching the podcast. <laughs> All righty, that brings us to the end of this episode 204. Uh, I'll be leaving you now, Ro. Yeah. Keys to the kingdom are all yours. It'll just be here, you here next week by yourself. Solo episode. Stay tuned. Kush. Hopefully we'll show up, but we'll see. Maybe you can find some in- interesting guests, side characters. Maybe I'll find Dino and see what he's up to. Who? Your Vodafone manager. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully he found a job. I really hope he did. He's a nice guy. I yeah. heard. Next week, hopefully, you can invite yourself into Miguel's house. Mm. <laughs> Come record by yourself. Uh, otherwise, check out our old episodes on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Give us a five-star rating while you're there. Check out our YouTube. Got some shorts on there. Got the whole episodes. Give that a watch. Uh, and take, uh, check us out on TikTok as well. Uh, but apart from that, catch you guys next week. <laughs>